What's up, fam? Thank you for tuning in. I am Complexity, and this is the Karma of It All podcast, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, support, and guidance in karmic, traumatic, and toxic relationship situations. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. I am so excited for the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And this month we are definitely going to get into toxic mothers. Our interviewees this month will be sharing their triumphing stories on how they healed from toxic and karmic motherhood situations. With their mothers and with their selves. I'm so happy to share these interviews with you. Be sure to check them all out. There's going to be several throughout the month. So give a heads up. I love you all and thank you so much. We are all healing. And as always, each one teach one. Remain true to you. Well, thank you for tuning in, and as you know, this is Complex Intuition. Oh, I'm dead. My side. I am not Complex Intuition today. I am the karma of it all today, guys. The karma of it all. We're on the karma of it all podcast. I didn't know I mixed up. Either way, this is about um, support, guidance, and advice for those who are going through karmic, traumatic, and toxic situations. I have on the line with me a Kelsey Walker. She is a wonderful lady. She is a woman's rights leader, I believe, and an author um, of nonprofit organizations. She, she's doing real good with her organization um, called From the Green Desk. I really appreciate it. Checking in on her. I'm glad to have you here. How are you doing, Kelsey? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so glad to have you on today. And we're talking about overcoming life traumas and situations. I would love to get more information on you and see how you're doing. Um, Is there something that you would like to share with me, such as, Telling me about a traumatic time where you opened your eyes to your life purpose. Absolutely. Um, my story begins with a, a trauma and a tragedy. Um, at 18 weeks, we found out that our daughter, Hope, had osteogenesis imperfecta type 2 which is the lethal version of brittle bone disease. So all of the bones in her little body were broken and her ribs were breaking and crushing in on her heart and her lungs. And my husband and I made the difficult decision at that time to have an abortion. Um, she was just she was suffering so much and there was a very high chance that if one of her bones would have broken and perforated one of my organs that I could have killed me as well. And so we made that decision 
And it was, you know, it's hard to have to take that option, especially when you have no other option. But the staff there were caring and loving. But what, what was hard and what really triggered a lot of my trauma was the government regulations that were in place during um, the procedure. So I was asked six times if I wanted to go through the procedure, um, which is a, a government mandate that they have to ask you that many times. And, you know, I was already bawling and crying and, you know, mm. struggling. And so that, that was part of it. They also don't fully sedate you during the procedure. Um, they give you something called midazolam, which mm. while it, it makes you kind of sleepy, um, you, it's most, ch its chief um, purpose is to help you forget uh, the procedure. And unfortunately, um, I remember everything. Um, I don't know if it was adrenaline or just the trauma of it all, but I remember, you know, her, her poor body. And I remember, you know, the cutting noise and things like that. And another piece of it was that my husband was actually not allowed to be in the room with me during the wow. procedure. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, while he, you know, with a, a dilation evacuation procedure, while, um, you know, people just think of it as like a, a just a surgery, like an in and out thing, it's an all day ordeal. Um, and for the last part where they were actually separating her and I, my husband, my support system couldn't be in the room with me. So I was you know, my eyes were clinging to life, this nurse that was holding my hand, um, because I was so scared and so sad. And, and at this point, was, you're by yourself. At this yeah, point, you're was, by yourself without your husband. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, they were so compassionate. They gave me a card that had her footprints on it. They gave me a blanket that they had held her in. And, you know, it really, they the, they were very compassionate, the, the caregivers were. But um, I, unfortunately, I developed PTSD from, from the procedure and from the things that happened after. Um, when you leave a, the clinic, you're given four phone numbers and they are told, do not stray from these phone numbers. And those are the suicide hotline. The abortion hotline, which is a lot like the suicide hotline. And then you're also given the psychiatric phone number for a caregiver in Overland Park, which was three hours away from where I lived, to help get some like antidepressants and medications on board to help stabilize your mental health. And then the last one is actually their after hours phone number, because mm -hmm. if you start to have severe abdominal pain, if, you know, your bleeding is, is abnormal or something's going on, if there's an emergency, if you go to a hospital, they actually won't know how to treat you. What? Thank you all for your donations. Any amount was greatly appreciated. For those of you looking to donate to my podcast, Please, by all means, visit the donation tab at www. 
thekarmaofitall.net. Any donations over $25 will receive my special Each One Teach One Tea. As always, I thank you all for your support. Yes, <laughs> um, they're not trained that way. Um, so you actually have to call the after hours phone number for the clinic to go back to. And, you know, there's so little support out there um, for women like like me and for women who have lost children that, you know, I, I tried reaching out to churches. I reached out to actually seven churches um, to like bless my, my daughter's ashes and to try to have a small service for her. I got rejected by all seven. Um, you know, there's just, you know, layers of trauma that were added on because of different, um, different adults' choices um, along the way that were, that made it really hard. And it was through that lack of support that I went, you know, I need to process this trauma. Finally, last year, I was, I used my gift of writing and I started writing my story down and those layers of trauma. And what I didn't expect was it for it to come to come out of me like 15, 20 pages at a time. Um, and it only took me six months to write the book, Face Everything and Rise. And it's published now, but whenever I told people what I was doing and with the things that I went through, um, they said, you know what, something like that happened to me too. And people started reaching out to me because they too didn't have the support, whether they had lost a child, lost a pregnancy, they had an abortion themselves. They started reaching out to me for support. And I was like, what if I, what if I did this? What if this was the thing that I did? What if this is the, what I was called to do? And so I took my pain and I found purpose. And that purpose was from the green desk and that it's a nonprofit. I don't, you know, if people want to donate, that's great. Um, but my services are, are free. I, I coach women. And then I also have group therapy for women who have had abortions, lost children or lost pregnancies along the way. Because one of the things that I struggled with after losing our daughter, Hope, was I, I was working for a nonprofit at the time. My husband was working for the school district we couldn't afford for me to go to therapy. Um, so from the green desk, while it doesn't replace licensed clinical psychology, it provides coaching and it provides someone who's been there, who's walked through the trauma or something like it that you're going through and has come out on the other side and found a way through, um, while I didn't go through professional narrative therapy I call it uh, narrative meditation um, and you know walking people through coaching with narrative coaching with you know just letting their story out to someone else who understands has been um, you know it's been life-changing um, 
for me. And and with the from the green desk, there's a an, a component of advocacy for reproductive rights. And right now we've got the 50 states challenge going on um, to get my book into the hands of a governor and senators from every single state um, to try to put a narrative and put a face on um, women that need abortions as healthcare. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, really, you know, just make us human. Wow, I love that. Um, have you ever thought about getting a petition written and getting as many signatures as you can and going or contacting? I don't know why I say Florida. It's, what is the United States um, capital? That's DC. That's, that's a bit. Well, you said you're starting off. Although if you went to like I'm in Florida and I've been mm-hmm. to Tallahassee. Yep. And when they were doing elections, we had to get um we had to get in front of their faces. Because yep. basically if you don't get in front of their faces, honey, you're just another uh, a fly on the wall. You really yep. do not pay your attention. So how did you overcome that situation emotionally, physically, and spiritually? I mean, I know you, you, you expressed some of that already, but just in case our listeners wasn't really focused in on it, yeah. tell us how you overcame. So emotionally, and emotionally it took a while. Um, it took a couple of therapists some good medication <laughs> uh, and um, a special therapy called EMDR, um, okay. which is uh, I've the actual spelled out acronym of it escapes me, but it has to do with rapid eye movement. Um, basically, this therapist was able to, through EMDR, peel back the layers of my trauma that happened and really made me reclaim myself. And that's something that I I write about in the book is taking myself back from the trauma and taking myself back from, from where I was in my heart because it's been it's been a very heavy place in my heart um, mm-hmm. after losing hope and discovering that I I don't have to be wounded that I can be empowered and what really healed me spiritually was in October I went to the women's rights march in Kansas City mm-hmm. and before that, my husband and I had been debating, you know, should I go? Shouldn't I go? He couldn't go with me because our, our oldest had a, a football game. So I would be going by myself. And I said, look, I can, you know, he's he sent me with some gel pepper spray just in case there was some kind of crazy. And I took a sign that said, you know, my baby was suffering and I could have died. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, we, we need, I needed this, um, you know, read, read about the truth from the green desk.com.
Oh, so you like that, huh? Great. Then I know you're going to like our Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership at $10.10 per month. We have unedited interviews lasting from 40 to 60 to a half hour long. Guys, you're going to love it. These are unedited and with mad bloopers. Yes, straight raw. That's how we give it. Q&A episodes, giveaways, private live talks, readings, one-on-ones, all kinds of stuff over on the Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership. And once you do, you'll have per access to my new Facebook group. We're all about connecting souls, spiritual healing, and loving one another as we get connected to life. You know how we do over here. Check out the Patreon page at patreon.com backslash complexity. That's patreon.com backslash K-A-R-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. See you there. Deuces. That is beautiful. And you know when we hold things in, we feel like we're the only person that's gone through it. And losing a child, whether you had to avoid it, whether you had a stillborn or gone through your situation, it is traumatizing. It can put you back a couple of notches in your life. But you made that choice to move forward to I'm not going to be stuck here and speaking of spirituality I honestly believe that when a child passes on they are there with you spiritually they are watching over you they're crying with you they are with you 100% you know I truly believe in that and I'm so glad that you wrote your book and I'm glad that you was able to get help so you didn't need to call or go into uh, suicide or anything like that because it does take effect different types of ways for different types of people, especially if they didn't have support, you know. But you had the support. You got yourself out of the situation, and I'm loving to hear that because there are many women that go through traumatic situations such as that. And they don't seem to make it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, there was, there were definitely times where I was suicidal and I was in a very dark place, but I was lucky enough to have a husband that supported me and would, would kind of look at the signs of when I was in trouble and would, you know, walk through the fire with me and say, look, we need to, you know, we need to take the next step. We need to get you the next level of help. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely has been a process. We, you know, hope died September 1st, 2017. And yeah, so it's, it's 2022 now. And I can't believe that she would be almost five years old now, but it's, feels like it was just yesterday but honestly the spiritual healing and the emdr and writing the book and finding this purpose has started to put it started to change the grief and started to put some distance between the trauma 
and the pain and the work that I'm doing now. Yes. Time will heal. And yes. so does love. If you feel as if you have been going through toxic situations that may have you feeling all out of sorts, if you feel as if you have been dealing with suicidal thoughts, schizophrenia, or bipolarism, log on to www.mhanational.org and get the help that you need. It is very discreet. No one needs to know your business, but we all would like for you to get help. This organization has been around since 1949 and has reaped great rewards in helping millions of people who have reached out to them just to get on track. I hope this helps you all. So what tips do you have for our listeners possibly going through this similar situation? Uh, don't. My number one tip would be don't wait to have your truth tour. One of the things that you know, deepened some of the scarring with hope was that the only people that knew that we had an abortion as opposed to just miscarrying hope were my parents. And that's because... Um, we couldn't afford to have an abortion um, between my parents and the Kansas Abortion Fund. Um, they covered the cost because otherwise it would have been $2,400. And um, so my parents were the only ones that knew. And finally, when the book was coming out and it was going to be advertised and everything, my husband and I went on a truth tour with our families and it was very scary because we'd been holding this to ourselves for so long. Mm -hmm. Right. What people were going to think, you know, that because we had an abortion, you know, we have very conservative families. We're, we're in Kansas city, which straddles Missouri and Kansas. And it was so freeing to tell the truth about what happened to Hope and to have our families and some some friends really embrace us um, for not only telling them the truth, but for having the courage to have to go through what we went through. Yes. So the truth to her. Don't that in. Oh, wow. Yeah, so don't wait to do your truth tour. And then I would say um, narrating, doing this narrative meditation um, is transformative um, because it helps you take yourself out of the trauma mm -hmm. um, in a way because you are you are pushing it out into the universe and you don't necessarily have to share it with anyone. You don't necessarily have to blog about it or write a book about it, but by writing it down and it doesn't have to be in any particular order. Mine started with having to argue between the clinic and the funeral home with the fact that they hadn't picked up my daughter for three days. Um, yeah, that was a whole thing <laughs> added to the problem, but um, that's where I started. 
And that was, you know, three days after she died. And really, I just let it flow out of me. And then, and it changed how I was able to look at the trauma. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was not cool what they did. Uh, I cannot imagine the trouble you went through with that. And, of course, holding it all in. Yeah, I, I know right now that you felt so much better when you actually let it all out. And that's why I am here, because a lot of people do hold in their trauma. But when you let it out, it's like a weight lifts off your shoulders, especially if you're letting it out with people who give a what. They care about you. Okay, yeah. so they're going to embrace you and love you more. How can our listeners connect with you? Absolutely. So you can find me at fromthegreendesk.com. You can find me um, at fromthegreendesk on Instagram. So you do at from underscore the underscore green underscore desk um, on Instagram or uh, Kelsey Walker on Facebook. And I'd be great, be more than happy to connect with you, whether you are interested in advocacy, um, interested in processing your trauma through narrative meditation, um, whether you've lost a child or had some other kind of trauma, um, or if you have lost a child or had an abortion and need support like I said my services are free come um come spend time with me I'd love to to help you the best that I can wonderful I wish I had you when I had my abortion I was so scared (laughs) but that was eons and lifetimes ago and I I finally gotten over that so what else would you like to share with our listeners what else would you like to give us I'm interested yeah. in that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, get get your hands on the book and share it with uh, you know friends and family members. It's it's face everything and rise. Um, it's fear spelled out. Um, and you know if you have the chance to um, find us on uh, fromthegreendust.com and you see the fifty states challenge. Um, that is our challenge going on right now to uh, get the books into the hands of the senators and the governors and our president um, and really humanize the people that they're wrapping these laws around. Wonderful. Oh, okay. I want to be a part of that. I know I seen it on Facebook. I glanced at it. I've seen a couple of the state in green. So that is like we're we're making progress. Yes, yes, making uh, progress. Where um, we've got, I think we're at like twenty five percent or twenty two percent of the states mm-hmm. covered right now. Um, so you know, the the more that we collect and push together, the the farther we um, can take the message. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not making any money on the books that sail under the 50 States Challenge. I'm literally getting them um, for the cost that it co- or the cost that it takes to print and the cost that it takes to ship to the senators is what I am, uh, you know, charging. So, 30 bucks gets all three copies sent to your state's 
of choice senators and their uh, governor as well. Okay, well, tell me where I can go to make that purchase because um, I want to be on board to help. Yeah, I would love that. So for the 50 States Challenge, uh, you go to freefunder.com uh, and it's under the 50 States Challenge. If you want to buy the book um, for yourself and read and become more informed on, you know, just... Uh, you know, women who have abortions as people um, and, and their trauma, uh, you know, you can purchase my book on Amazon too. Um, so either way, I think that it helps spread the message that there there is a face with the laws and with the statistics that are going around. All right, definitely. I'm going to be right on at Turner Documentary's interviews today, honey. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> thank you so well, much. Well, I thank you for tuning in with us. Um, thank you, Ms. Kelsey Walker, for coming in and sharing your story with us. I really appreciate you, and I'm pretty sure that we have touched a lot of the readers and listeners' um, hearts as well. And maybe, hopefully, hopefully, we've gotten to someone that is also going through that traumatic situation. So I truly appreciate having you yeah, thank you so much for having me. I I really appreciate um, the forum to be able to tell my story and be able to say out loud, um, you know, stories about other people that are going through the same challenges with reproductive rights. Right. Okay, guys. Well, I thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Karma of It All, where we get advice, guidance, and support for those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic situations. I am Miss Complexity, and I hope to see you guys next week. As always, each one, teach one, remain true to. This is... After hearing this wonderful, triumphing story of a mother who has to overcome losing her child, I want you guys to visit from the green desk at www.fromthegreendesk.com as they are doing a 50 state challenge to get awareness out for mothers who had to lose their children in simple situations as such. Thank you all for tuning in.